0: 8 Sivan, Ches Sivan, Tzadik, His Praise, 375. The Rebbe's meaning is self-evident. What was needed was a person who was thoroughly conversant with all of his teachings and who could arrange each teaching properly, with the edge outwards, as it were. Then, when somebody came, wanting to draw closer to the Rebbe and discuss his teachings, this person could immediately suggest which teaching was most appropriate for him. All the Rebbe's teachings are universal in scope, and every individual can find in them exactly what he needs. All that is required is someone who is thoroughly conversant with them and who can suggest the most appropriate teaching at any given time. The other details of the Rebbe's analogy you can understand for yourself. 376. The Rebbe once told me he had exalted purposes of his own in the way he used to converse with other people. However, it is impossible for me to reveal these matters, he said, because I still have to talk to you and if he were to reveal them, he would no longer be able to achieve what he wanted in his conversations. He also said to the Rav of Breslov, Reb Aron, I love you very much indeed, and my blessing to you is that in the next world, you should be worthy of understanding my everyday conversations. The Rebbe said this before he had been in the Holy Land. 377. The Rebbe had told his brother, Rabbi Chiel, that he should make a point of talking to people in order to bring them closer to God. Rabbi raised a question about this, saying there were many occasions when one was forced to engage in idle conversation as a result, or discuss secular affairs. The Rebbe replied that the very fact that one brought some Torah into these conversations was the way to elevate them. Similarly, the rabbis said they wanted to suppress the book of Ecclesiastes. What was the reason for not doing so? Because it begins with words of Torah and ends with words of Torah. Shabbat 30b. The point has already been made that a person who is fully conversant with the Rebbe's works can find all the conversations in the world within his teachings. There is not a single conversation in the world which does not have some relevance to his teachings. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, his wisdom, 152. I heard that the Rebbe once said, One who is contentious in a previous life is reincarnated to be left-handed. The Zohar states that Korach instigated a dispute because he wanted to transpose right and left. Therefore, he was reincarnated to be left-handed. His right and left hands were transposed. In Sefer Hamidot, under the category of emet, truth, the Rebbe writes, one who is a liar in a previous lifetime is reincarnated to be left-handed. Reb Shmuel of Teplik once told me that when he was traveling with the Rebbe to Novarich, the Rebbe asked him, How did you sleep? And how did I sleep? I slept on the subject of left-handedness. When the Rebbe had slept that night, he was involved in the mysteries of left-handedness. The Rebbe then hinted that this mystery includes the fact that the tribe of Benjamin is said to have contained seven hundred left-handed men. Judges twenty six. The Aleph Bet book, arrogance, a five. One can remedy one's arrogance by wearing tefillin that were on the head of a tzaddik. Six. A devout person is made the object of a wicked man's disrespect only so that the devout person should scrutinize his own behavior. 7. A person who is arrogant clearly is never satisfied with his lot. 8. Torah study is a rectification for arrogance. 9. A person's arrogance causes drought. Clearly he has sinned in the past and will do so again. One is permitted to call him wicked and to despise him. His soul is from the 974 generations that existed before the world was created. 10. Disrespect, even towards heaven, helps a person get his way. Yet, arrogance is like a king with no crown. B. 1. Those who see people treating the Torah sages disrespectfully should know that great wars will break out in that country. 2. A person suffers headaches because he has shown disrespect for one of King David's descendants. 1. Lesson number 152. 1. When a holy soul comes into the world with its related branches, the force of impurity then surrounds the soul. Only the opening facing faith remains. Facing faith, the opening is opened, but sometimes, due to blemishes in the branches, the branches are pushed away from there, that is, from faith. Then the force of impurity spreads itself over this opening as well, and the branches cannot enter there and draw close to their root, which is this soul. But this opening, which is faith, is only closed off temporarily, for the amount of time needed to push away those who are not worthy of drawing close. Immediately afterward, though, the entrance is then reopened as it was initially. When there are, God forbid, a great many blemishes, then it becomes a matter of fear and concern, lest the opening be closed off entirely, God forbid, due to the great intensity with which the surrounding force of impurity attacks. At that time, a God-fearing person is stationed at the opening to guard it, so that no one should enter there. Now, despite the fact that the opening is still effectively closed, this is nonetheless beneficial in combating the surrounding force of impurity, since it is now impossible for it to succeed in spreading itself over the opening due to the God-fearing person who is standing there. When a person travels to the tzaddik and endeavors to draw close to him with total self-sacrifice and devotion, It is thereby possible for him to attach himself to the tzaddik, even though the God-fearing person is standing there guarding the opening so that no one should enter. It is still impossible, however, that the tzaddik should illuminate him with actual wisdom, that is, from the tzaddik's mind itself. Lesson number 153. 1. The student and his rav correspond respectively to the moon and to the sun. Thus, if the student has a face that is, if he possesses the spiritual quality called the radiant face, he can then receive the light of the face of his Rav, to the point that the light of his Rav's face can literally be observed in his own face, just as the moon receives and reflects the light of the sun. This is the deeper meaning of what is literally called receiving the face of a Torah scholar, or idiomatically going to greet a Torah scholar, namely that a person actually receives the face of the Torah scholar within his own face, However, if the student does not have a face, in other words, if he is under the influence of the darkened face because he is submerged in the desire for wealth, then the face of his Rav cannot be seen within his. Similarly, a person who is brazen-faced also does not possess a face of holiness, and he cannot receive the face of his Rav within his face either. Lesson number 154. 1. The practical teaching that emerges from this lesson is that through it whereby one evaluates and judges himself down here in this world, a person thereby avoids being judged up above. Then he need not fear anything at all, and he thereby elevates fear to its root, which is knowledge, that he will know whom to fear. The master of prayer. They continued traveling until they came to another land. When they asked, who is your king? The people answered that they had chosen murder as their goal and had set a murderer as their king. Then they had found a woman sitting in a sea of blood, and had accepted her as their ruler. Since she was sitting in a sea of blood, she must have been a very fierce murderess. They also asked to meet her, and were granted an audience. When they went to her, they saw that she was the queen. She was constantly weeping, and out of her tears the sea of blood was formed. When they recognized one another, there was very great joy. But they still wept, since they still did not know anything about the king. They went further and came to another land. They asked, Who is your king? And the people replied that they had chosen for themselves an honored man as king, since for them the main goal was honor. Then they had found in a field an old man sitting with a crown on his head. Such a man appeared very honored, and he was good in their eyes, since he wore his crown even in a field. So they accepted him as king. The companions realized that this was certainly their king. They asked if it would be possible to meet him, and they were granted an audience. When they went in, they recognized that it was the king. The joy that they experienced is impossible to imagine. The wealthy leaders of the land of wealth, who were gods in their land, who were accompanying them, did not have any idea of what was happening and the reason for this joy. Year 1. Letter number 171. As for the situation of the teachers, you already know that the Rebbe did not want a single one of his followers to work as a teacher. See Tzaddik number 465. Our friends Rebutal from Dashev and Reb Shmuel Isaac of blessed memory, as well as many other comrades, suffered extreme poverty in their youth and no one in their towns helped them at all. But they survived, thank God. The same for me, poor man that I am. I gave up my livelihood when I drew near to the Rebbe. And thank God... I have lost absolutely nothing because of it, not even in this world. With regard to your worrying and suffering over my pain and the way they are boasting and frightening me, the truth is that you do need to suffer with me and pray and cry out to God very much that he rescue me from my enemies and pursuers. You must employ every strategy and all your strength, body, money, and soul to enable me to dwell safely in breast love. But still... Judging from your letters, you are becoming overly upset over this, and you are completely ignoring the tremendous acts of salvation, the miracles, and the wonders that He has already done with me and with you. This is especially true of the enormous miracles, wonders, and favors that God has done with us during these very days, amidst this sweep of pain and sorrow. For we were able to retrieve the books and to rescue those souls from prison. This is in addition to the other individual miracles and acts of salvation that God has done for me personally during these days that I have been traveling. Practically every day I have encountered trouble and danger on the road, and God has helped me every time. The poor man called and God heard him. My hope rests on his great kindness that I will surely live, God willing, in Breslau, and they will not be able to do a thing to me. There is no need to worry too much about the rock throwing. They have windows too. If people start breaking windows... There will not be a window left in Breslov. But in truth, the Tsar's law has jurisdiction in such cases. Our rabbis of blessed memory already said, Avot, 3, 2, were it not for fear of the government, people would swallow one another alive. These evil stone throwers really do want, God forbid, to destroy Breslov, which is the exact opposite of stones, as is written Ezekiel thirty-six twenty-six. I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh, and I will give you a lave basar, breslov, a heart of flesh. They and their like will perish, and breslov will not be destroyed, God forbid. The word of our God will stand forever, and this verse will be fulfilled. I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh. Hear this and understand that God is right there with us. Especially since the Rebbe of blessed memory said to me explicitly, God is right there with you. He's right next to you. Do not be afraid. Letters. Year 2. Letter number 415. With Thanks to God, Tuesday, Rosh Chodesh Adar Aleph 5603, Uman. Let happiness and joy take over. To my beloved and learned friend, the outstanding and illustrious fruit of the Tzaddik, Reb Avraham Bear, may he live. Along with all his precious children, may they live. And to my learned friend, Reb Abola, may his light shine. Along with all his children, may they live. Come and look upon God's deeds. Come and see the might of your Master. Enclosed here for your perusal is a sample page from our project, which Reb Nachman sent me from his current abode by way of Brody. Let your eyes see and your hearts rejoice. Praise God, the work is of excellent quality, and it is nice and neat and orderly as it should be. Let my mouth be filled with God's praises that he has helped thus far. So may he allow us to finish this project. And then to start and finish other books as well, may we always have a share in working for the eternal benefit of the wider community. I received a letter from Rev Nachman in which he was shrieking like a crane to send him money at once. If he receives enough money, he will be able to complete the project very quickly. Therefore, my brothers and friends, I come now to inform you of all this, and to rouse the ears and heart of each one of you to endeavor with all your might to send me money immediately in particular from those people who promised to send, whom I listed for you both in my previous letter and when I was there with you. For God's sake, act quickly and do not delay in the slightest. The workers are itching to finish the job. I intend to set out for home this morning and to stay in Teplik for Shabbat, and I hope to receive money from you before I arrive home. At the very least, do not delay for long, God forbid. It is impossible to continue any longer. I am confident that you will act quickly and energetically for our project, so that we will be able to complete it properly. For according to what Rebbe Nachman, May His Light Shine, wrote me, I need still a great deal of money. So fortify yourselves mightily for this great project, which will benefit the wider community for generations to come. May God finish propitiously for you and for us, and may He cause merit to evolve through you. May God fulfill your heart's requests for good, and may you merit to engage in Torah, prayer, and good deeds all your days. May you enjoy wealth, honor, and good long lives. May you flourish and be fruitful into ripe old age. The words of your true eternal friend who prays for you, Nostan of Breslov. Greetings to all our comrades, great and small, to each one of them as befits his own high level. You should also pass on this news to our friend Rebbe Ephraim, son of Rebbe Naftali. May his light shine in Kremenshug. He will rejoice over our salvation. Tell him also to work there with all his might for the good of the project, and God will give him success. Nasr, Nasser, the same. Names of Tanaim and Amoraim: Tzadik. Rabbi Tzaddok Rabbi Tzaddok Talmud Rebbe. Rabbi Tzaddok Ben Chalukah. Rabbi Tzafra, de Rav Tzafra. Names of Tanaim and Amoraim: Kuf. Ben Kufya, Rav Katina, Katia Bar Shalom, Bar Kifuf, Kala, Rabbi Karitzva, Kana Ibn Gadur, Rabbi Kisra, Bar Kapara, Bar Kafta, Karna, Koreni, Rabbi Karni, Rabbi Kureyas, Rabbi Kiris Diadma, Karispa. Names of Tanaim and Amuroim, Reish, Rabbi Reuven Rubli, Rav, who is Abba Aricha, Rav Bar Sheva, Rav Midifta, Rav Achuy Demar Acha, Rav Avua de Rav Mesharshia, Rav Bereda Shmuel, Rav Bar Yuda, Rava Bar Barhana, Rava HaKadmon, Rava Stam, who is Bar Yosef Barhama, Rava Bereda Rava Bar Rava Bereda Rava, Rava Mibarnish, Rava Bar Ihi, or Bar Itai, Rava Bar Ahini, Rava Bar Natan, Rava Bar Sharshum, Rava Bar Papa, Rava Bar Bereda Rav, 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 rav Papi, Rava Bar Lima, Rava Bar Yishmael, Rava bar Masharshia, Rava bar Abba, Rava bar Av, Acha Rava Zira, Rava bar Machasia, Rava bar Kisna, Rava or Rava Achuha, some say Avuha, De Rav bar Rachel, Rava bar Menyumi, Rava bar Yonatan, Rava bar Ilaa, Rava bar Yitzchak, Rava bar Ahilai, Rava bar Av Nachman, Rava bar Zutra, Rava bar Shmuel, Rava bar Mari, Rava bar prayers 2 prayer number five from the depths have i called to you hashem hashem hear my voice may your ears be attentive to my outcry my entreaty unique and singular master of all you are higher than everything none is higher than you my king and my god i will pray to you i cry out to you i plead with you i prostrate myself before you i will prostrate myself and bow down i will bend my knee before hashem who made me I stretch my hands out to you. My soul turns to you like a weary land. My heart cries out to Hashem. From the depths of my heart I call to you. From the deepest depths I beg for your true compassion and graciousness. Like a deer yearning along the channels of water, so does my soul yearn for you, God. Like doves moaning, beating their breasts, so does my heart moan for your vast compassion and kindness. As a lion or young lion growls over his prey, though a band of shepherds gathers against him, he does not fear their voice, and he is not subdued by their stirring. So shall I roar, cry out, moan, yearn, call, hope, and wait for your compassion and salvation. I will not be silent, but I will always call out to you, Hashem, my God and God of my fathers. For my spirit is oppressed, and I cannot hold back my words. I called out your name, Hashem, from the lowest pit. You have heard my voice. Do not hide your ear from my sighing and my cry. Hashem, hear my voice when I call. Be gracious to me and answer me. Help me and save me so that I will truly attain full faith. My Father in heaven, please rescue me from blemishes to my faith. In your vast compassion, guard me and rescue me from the terrible blows that come in consequence of damaged faith, heaven forbid. Nothing helps repair that, not remedies or prayer or the merit of the forefathers, Or even sighs, groans, and moans, everything is damaged and spoiled by a blemish in holy faith, which is the foundation of the entire Torah and the basis of all worlds, with all that is in them, all of those worlds are dependent and based on holy faith. Please, awesome holy God, filled with vast compassion, help me cry out to you from the depths of my heart, from the deepest depths, as I need to call to you now, when all of the pain of each and every person's heart is revealed to you, Master of all. Help me cry out to you from the heart with a truly profound voice, with a still, small voice, so that I will draw unto myself the wonders of your awesome compassion, kindness, graciousness, salvation, and rescue. May I arouse and reveal true, deep counsel out of the depth of this darkness in which I am trapped because of my many sins. You do great things beyond comprehension and wonders without number. You reveal depths from the darkness and illumine the shadow of death. Bring me out from dimness to light. Perform wonders for me. Pour forth and reveal counsel from afar, so that I will raise my holy faith. In your vast compassion, have compassion on me. Graciously grant me holy wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, so that I will dig down and reveal the waters, the deep waters, counsel, in the heart of man from which holy faith grows. May I and your entire nation, the house of Israel, Reveal and illumine deep counsel from the depths of the darkness. Rectify me with good counsel before you. In your compassion, pour good counsel into the world. Rescue me and your entire nation, the Jewish people, from doubt and confusion, so that nothing in the world will cause us to experience any doubts. Rather, may we always quickly and easily attain true, complete counsel in accordance with your good will regarding material and spiritual matters and regarding body, soul, and money. In this transient world, may we succeed with true and eternal success to go on your good paths, to come close to you with a full heart, and to obey your true and proper counsel. Guide me in your counsel, and afterward, receive me with glory.